say Funky Town Podcast. Funky Back Podcast. What? I say Funky Back Podcast. I say like Funky Back Podcast. Funky Town Podcast. To the Funky Town podcast, I am somewhere in White Settlement <laughs> with Susie is Ramone. Is that where we are? White Settlement. I think this is Lake Worth. Lake, Lake Worth. Worth. White yeah. yeah, but Lake Worth is on the other side by the bridge. I think this is White Settlement okay. or Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Fort Worth, White Settlement, Lake Worth. What up? West Side. Yeah, yeah. North of Thirty. <laughs> it was an interesting drive out here. I thought for a little while I was lost. We're close to Lockheed Martin. Yeah, we're looking across a lake at Lockheed Martin. Sitting by a campfire. And, and I know that it's a place where they make bombs and everything. You like her laugh? Yes, I did. Lo- I love that laugh. You're like, oh, soul sister. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was exactly thinking. I was like, oh, she's one of me. She's one of mine. No, this is a really cool place uh, where we're at. There's really cool folks here. Yeah. So everybody's having fun. We've been eating and they were jamming earlier. But they just weren't doing it very loudly. I tried to record some of it, but it's all real soft and yeah. just kind of nervous. So, yeah, but, um, yeah, I wish we had like a regular podcast this week so we could talk about the wedding, but I mean, yeah. you can talk about the wedding. We can still talk about the wedding. Cause we were both there. Yeah, we were. It was gorgeous. It was, it was really cool. Yeah. And somebody told me last night that, that Zach, the two things he wanted were like the taco bar and an open bar. And so they compromised on the venue 
having it at the DFW or the VFW, the VF, VF, yeah, VFW, VFW Hall it's, in Crowley. It's veterans of foreign wars. Yeah, um, so that they could have those things, and it was it was a lot of fun. It was I a lot had, of fun. I had a good time while I was there. We were there for a couple hours. <laughs> Open bars are dangerous. Yes. Know? I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, I was watching a Diana, you know, because I had to drive home, uh-huh. and so I was going to remain sober. Yeah. And so I, I got to figure out what what I'm dealing with yeah and I was watching about four drinks and then all of a sudden I just lost count I don't know how many she had you know <laughs> and she had to have like six seven and Aaron wasn't making them like weak oh no no I w- like I went to go get my second drink and he's like pouring the whiskey in and I was like just keep going and he just he kept going until I said to stop so it was probably at least a quarter of the way full of whiskey yeah <laughs> if not a little bit more <laughs> so yeah everybody was having fun everybody was pretty lit yeah the party was lit yeah well when I left everybody was still sober and I was you know I mean it was two hours in I would say you missed the the sparkler thing I I missed a lot they did the they gave everybody a a sparkler and we lined up on the sidewalk people on both sides of the sidewalk Uh and then we lit our our sparklers at the same time and then they walked down the sidewalk to get in the car to leave and they left but then they came right back it was just like a I guess it was for photos and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't know. I thought they really left, and I was like, I looked over and I was like, Zach's back, you know. Oh, that's interesting. Hi, y'all. Hello. Are you podcasting? We are podcasting, but you guys are welcome to join us. Uh, all right. Awesome. I really just want to stand by the fire. I know yeah. it's warm over here. Yeah. Beautiful fire. I'm liking it. This is my favorite part of camping is the fire. <laughs> but it was a cool wedding. It was a cool wedding to be at where it's like, how many bands were represented from there? Oh my gosh. I couldn't even tell you. Like, there was I was half the crowd. Because it was either families or it was band members. Yeah. You know, totally. which is really cool. Yeah. You know, I was like, I kind of want to get married again. Like, renew our vows uh-huh. just so I can have, like, the me thanks and Finny Baby yeah, and yeah, the Confounded yeah. or the Confounded with Josh and the Jet Noise. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. Gosh, you could go on, you know, me motor scooter and. Yeah. There were so yeah. many. And, 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 drag and, the ocean. <laughs> spectacle. <laughs> drag the ocean in the spectacle. There. For, you know, I mean, there were maybe, what, 100 people there, maybe less? I don't know, probably less. Yeah, so it was small and intimate, but to have that many people in the music scene in Fort Worth. And I like the vowels. They were very much Zach and Rebecca. Yes. The music. Yes. You know. Yeah. Hi. How are you? Good. Good. This place is beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, super awesome. Yeah, so. Yeah. Oh, no. I'll carry it. Yeah, so, so earlier, when I got here, uh-huh. you know, we was hanging out talking, and I was like, okay, I'm going to go fish for for just a little bit. And uh, Jared's like, do you want to go on a kayak? I was like, okay, I'll go on a kayak. I've never been on a kayak before, so I put on a life vest. You know, I had on a life jacket on. Uh-huh. I don't usually wear a life jacket on the water. I know how to swim and stuff, right. but still, I'm like, I don't know about this thing. Yeah. And, uh... I get out there in mine, and he gets out there in, in his, and um, he kind of shows me how to work the paddles and which way to go. Yeah. All right. And he's like, have fun. And then he kind of goes and just does his thing. And I'm sitting there, and I'm just throwing my little thing around. I can't really cast right. It's all wobbly. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I, and I'm kind of thinking. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know, man. I kind of hope I don't catch a fish because I don't know what's going to happen when I do. <laughs> and it wasn't like five Why minutes not? later, all of a sudden, I got this tap, tap, tap. I'm like... And I sank, I sank the hook. I mean, I pulled it real hard to set, set the hook in my line. And immediately started going. And I was, my, bowl was, my, my pole was just bent. 
And I'm like, oh crap, I got a big one. And I'm like, hey, I got a big fish on here. And I start reeling it in and Sarah's all like, what kind of fish? I'm like, I don't know, bass, maybe, I don't know, it's big. And it, I'm just, and it starts splashing and stuff. And then they start walking over. Everybody yeah. hears me yelling, going, it's big, it's big. So they all come over here and they're all standing here watching me out there as this fish is pulling me around the whole, what is this, cold? 10 pounds. Oh, wow. It was 10 pounds and 29 inches, I think it was. That thing. Him catching that fish got my adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, dude. It was crazy. That's the biggest fish I've caught. Yeah. And I wasn't out there 10 minutes. Was it, was no, it just it was a, right off the bat? Yeah. Was it just a, like a, a, was it just a largemouth bass? What was no, it? it was a big old catfish. Oh, it was a catfish. Yeah, so catfish. I didn't, I didn't know even fish no, I, I was trying to catch a bass. Yeah, I was a targeting have, bass. but Yeah. We have those. We have catfish, like yellow cat, which we're, we try to keep the most of. But there's some there's some blue cats in there. This is a blue cat, we think. Yeah, it was pretty blue. That's yeah. why. Well, the yellow cats only eat live. They only eat living things, and the blue cats eat dead stuff. So the blue cat, you got to drain the blood and you got to soak the meat in salt water, or else it's no good. Go so the yellow cats, you know, the flatheads, yeah, they're always they're always good. Man. I was I was coming into to landing and he was like Jared I got one and I look back and he's booking it pretty much you know what I mean just holding on and that thing's just taking me where it wants to go he did like a figure eight and then it was dancing so on the around little, the boat he's yeah, it was. inner tube an inner tube in the middle of the lake and he's doing they think he's being pulled by a boat and it's that damn fish he's yeah pulling around the like there in the lake it was going around the boat and yeah, he skied around the boat he thought about jumping the shark but the show's just really getting off the ground so yeah so, so we'll save that yet. yeah we're not do that yet we'll wait that a little while yeah it, it was fun so that, that was my exciting moment of the day awesome. it's cool because i've been skunked the last tons of times like i went fishing yesterday and saw mark Weger. yes down at, at green bear that's cool i, I need to have him on the show yeah that would be awesome because he likes to talk yeah i could just say ladies and gentlemen mark Weger, and he's like so let me tell you and then, <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah thank you for listening <laughs> and that'll be it and show and he has lots of good stuff to say yeah and so that'd be cool we're also so we're joined here by alan rice so we were we were, we were t- talking about uh, every year on the pirate you do the uh Alice's restaurant. The, two years ago, uh, John and Sally asked me if I'd do the, Alice, the Arlo Guthrie's Alice's restaurant, so I did an original kind of rendition of it. And then this last year, we just played that again. Uh, and there were some special like kudos and, and shout outs in, in that song, but we're going to update it. I have a friend, uh, James Wiedemeyer, he's in Nashville. He plays pedal steel and dobro, really good. And he comes in town for Thanksgiving every year, or right before Thanksgiving. So this year we're going to do an updated version of it. So next year on the Pirate, we'll have a, 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 a version of Alice's Restaurant that was done like the day before Thanksgiving. Yeah. And so it'll be fresh, and we'll put all the the current you know stuff going on in the world. We'll you know put some little you know stuff in there. Sure. You know, make it current. That'd be cool. But the the other the really important thing that's coming up real soon is that the best free Christmas concert in town is at Unity Church of Fort Worth, and we're having a Sunday at two o'clock, right, Melissa? My, my lovely wife, Melissa Rice, is here. The Christmas concert is Sunday at two o'clock. First is on Wednesday at 7 p.m. Oh, first is this upcoming Wednesday. Okay. And then the following Sunday at 2. Right, right. So Wednesday at 7. The 5th at 7 p.m. The 5th at 7 p.m. And then the following Sunday. Yeah, Sunday the 9th at 2. At 2 o'clock. 2 o'clock. And it's always a good time. And there's like 20 songs. It's like probably two hours long. Mm -hmm. 
And I mean, just really good talent, really good people, and a lot of time and effort was put into it, and it's free. Yeah, and it's like popular Christmas music as far as like there's pop songs, there's also classical Christmas music. Oh, yeah. it's, it's got the whole range very of... Very eclectic, very yeah. eclectic. Me and Melissa are, are going to do Baby It's Cold Outside. Oh, We're yeah? We're going to do the uh, classic Dean Martin, uh, Doris Day, right? We're doing that version, to, you know, or but we may throw a couple of nuances in there that yeah, are our own. We'll have a few stylistic, you know updates to it now it's always fun I, one year we took Zach with us Zach and and, and Rebecca came uh-huh. there's been a couple people that, that come with us it's always a big deal there's always a big crowd that's awesome are you going to be there yeah I'll be there cool cool yeah he's always there I oh, know he's there every year but I just but, but you're a big busy radio guy these days and, yeah not really you know you might you might have had this is huge important engagement I mean my show's not, not till 7 not on so Sundays I heard there's a party at Beto's oh is there you'd be there we haven't. Um, I think the next show we have is going to be Allison Stanford, which is an opera singer. Cool. And then She's uh, coming back on. Uh huh. I love her. And then in, um, the twenty third, where uh, Paul's coming back on. Cool. Yeah, he comes on every, every year. I love like, it when he's on there. Yeah, it's like his fourth year in a row. And I, and, and I was like, hey, I know you're not a, a preaching anymore, but I still like to have oh, you back on the show. Check this like, out. This is like, something. Yeah, I talked to Paul, and I have his okay, but he wants to kind of hear. What I'm talking about, a project is going to happen with me and Paul, a time capsule project. We're going to dig deep into the vault of some of his own sermons. I'm going to put some really, like, so weave through some, like, very uh, original music, you know. That's cool, all right. And, weave and kind of weave some, you know, kind of a, let's do the time work you know, yeah. thing again. That'll be awesome. Paul, and he says he likes the idea. And so he gave me the okay to, to experiment with it a little bit, and then, you know, and then he, he'll he give it the green light or whatever. That'll be fun. Yeah. How cool. That's real cool. Get people that, you know, hear Paul over the years, you know. Because he was really, he's hey, the most dynamic speaker I've ever, like, personally no known. No arguments I mean, here. Just, I mean, just hands down. I mean, and he's fun to, like, talk to and banter with, you know. He's cool, He's yeah. very witty and he's sharp. And, yeah. I mean, he retired, like, at the height of his sharpness, too. I mean, really. we got a fire going now, Alan. Watch out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and he, you can never really retire. I mean, he's still doing, I mean, he's on, he's got his radio he show. He does his radio show. Oh, yeah. And yeah. Speaking engagements. He's traveling and, oh, yeah. He's going to, I think he's going to do great, you know. Great and great, you know, onward and upward with the greater and greater things. Nah, he's awesome. He got a problem. Yeah. I was telling the story just now, and I said, ever since I caught the fish, I'm like, what? I didn't catch it. I caught myself, though. I'm not no, but I, no, but he took it off off the hook, and because he's like, I felt bad about that. No, 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 because I was like, man, I'm afraid that if I grab that fish, I'm going to fall in the water. I was so nervous about being on that kayak. I was like, you go ahead, you hold it. So when that when that fish reeled you in, did he like take one look at you and throw you back? <laughs> no, you. I had I had Jared do it, so that way I could just kind of hang on. <laughs> I mean, it was big, dude. Like, I, and while holding the rod, I was like, "There's no way that that's comfortable." No, you no, know? no. It's like I really needed a net. Like, if I go out again, I have to have a net so did I can scoop it, scoop it did out. Did you see the picture I posted? Like, right, or, like I was on vacation about a week ago, and my my pole broke. That it where you hook where the rod hooks on it. You really it broke, yeah. but I wanted to keep fishing, so I would just throw it out there and just hold on to the, <laughs> with no pole. And, and I caught I caught just a little bass that was too too small to even keep, but still, but I still caught some. That is awesome. <laughs> yeah, I had to like get slack and just throw the lure out there and then just hold the little thing. He showed this picture of his broken pole in his fish. It was kind of awesome. I wrap the pole around a tree, and I'm I'm gonna let it grow into the tree and check on it in a few years, you know, to see how it's like ingrained itself into oh, the tree. Oh, how neat! Yeah. 
That's cool. cool. Yeah. Wasn't good for anything else. So mm -hmm. didn't need to be in the in the land heat. Oh, yeah. something else I want to talk about. This is real important. Actually, me and Melissa, we live in White Settlement, and we think it's atrocious that there's no recycling in that city. That there's still a city that big where they don't even have like an official recycling really? program. They do have like two like dumpsters and like, oh, we have recycling. Just take recycling to, to these the two dumpsters. dumpsters. But if 1% of the people in White Settlement did that, they would need 10 dumpsters and they would be overflowing every day and they only empty them like every three days. So, so, no, so no, they don't have a recycling program. They like to say they do. I was thinking about getting, you know, a little bit involved there with, with that, you know, as far as something political. So just to go, you know, uh, you, could, you could just go to one of the meetings there and just and just make a motion to talk oh, about Oh, yeah, like a town hall meeting or whatever. Yeah, town hall meeting. Or the city hall meeting yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. Because really, I mean, I think it, I mean, there's no doubt that we actually are cleaning up a lot of things and the, and the uh, atmosphere is a lot more important even but but all of it goes together recycling we, we shouldn't have to be mining anymore we have enough stuff here already we could just keep re you know just recycling it you know yeah and, and you know not only that i mean we're also oh another thing out on my farm we're thinking about trying to get a certificate to grow hemp because you know we have some acreage out there mm -hmm. and they're having shortages of hemp because of like cbd industry and just so many yeah, hemp is used for so many things and you know that one of the biggest hemp productions like on the planet is in kentucky but they can't keep up and then so really i mean i think that's going to turn around and, and just it's a no-brainer that hemp if nothing else is going to be legal everywhere for anybody to grow i mean come on yeah. it's a plant that's just like not even a uh, you know hardly any thc in it so i mean there's no reason why hemp is not legal already in fact i just consider it is legal and when people tell me it's legal i'm like you're crazy dude it's a plant god created yeah. <laughs> of course it's legal right so you're gonna start planting it on your <laughs> here on your plant some. a seed that was another that i had this idea it was like plant a seed on 420 and i had it i did to pass out tens of millions like johnny the pot seed tens of millions of, of like hemp seeds and everybody on 420 hemp seed bombs. Yeah, yeah 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 and, and or it could even already be germinated but you give one everybody plants a hemp seed on camera and like oh, post it so all of a sudden the government's dealing with like millions of people just planted hemp are they going to arrest all those millions of people right you know so that that might be another project upcoming. Plant a seed on 420. Alan's got lots of good ideas. Seeds yeah. for freedom. One of the ones Seeds was to have freedom. a to have like your shirt your shirt tail to be kind of like a terry cloth or just because you should just dry your hands off on your shirt. Oh yeah, it's cold. Yeah, don't be a jerk. Wipe your hands on your shirt. Like when I go I'm in public and I wash my hands, I just if I'm wearing this sweater. I dry my hands on my sweater and it evaporates in like five minutes. I mean, why would you cut down trees to dry water, clean water, where you just wash your hands? So, man, don't be a jerk. Wipe your hands on your shirt. That's it. That's all I got. Okay. I think it's a good idea. Do you want me to grab some beer where I go? I always think about that now. No, I think I'm okay. It's a hard time for people in, in in suits, but then I think you had the idea of like making like a tie, like. The back of it like a terry cloth or maybe like the the shirt tail like a terry cloth so you can untuck it oh yeah and then you dry your hands off well, and then man you can help me with that we'll go, for like we'll go in and i'll tie dye them too for like suit shirt well i mean like for like dress shirts and stuff because it's good for like all the hippies and stuff but you gotta get the corporate world involved hey i, I have another i have something else about fort worth can i ask you a question sure mr lord uh mr lord <laughs> so, so you know fort worth is called panther city mm -hmm. and it's also you know funky fort worth and I, there, are there any other are there any other nicknames? Because I mean that's two's a lot already. Yeah. yeah. So it's Cowtown. Cowtown. It's Cowtown. It's Panther City. You know, it's funky Fort Worth. It's funky town. I heard it called Queen City before, but I didn't really understand why they yeah. called it Queen City. So my question is, I forgot what my question is. But Fort Worth does have a lot of names. Yeah. I'll be right back. Yeah. You, 
but I, I have a something I was thinking about the, with the funky Fort Worth one, you know, and the funky, you know, funk is a real thing. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, it's just a music style. Funk is something that I really like, and I have a lot of funk influences. I was, I was thinking I would like to meet some other musicians and actually start some kind of actual real funk band for Funky Fort Worth because we talk about you know you need to be keep Fort Worth funky and stuff. But I mean, there's I haven't seen any funk bands really. You need to meet. A guy named Cody Canifex. Yeah, Fort Worth Funk. He likes to do a lot of funk stuff. Yeah, so and good funk I would like to too. be involved in that, so I would put that out there. If there's any, you know, people contact me. I'm on Facebook. I think my number is actually listed right there on Facebook. I don't think it's, like, blocked. Like, Alan anybody, Rice. anybody in the world call me. So, it's, yeah, Alan, maybe, is it just Alan Rice? Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> You're one of my early, early, early guests. Yeah, I think it was like second or third show. I mean, so it was early, early, early on. Oh, I wanted to say something about that. What we're on the record is that I produced the beginning of that show because I was just experimenting with mm-hmm. my new studio stuff. So Jeff didn't have anything to do at the beginning. So it's kind of funny because I asked questions that he was supposed to respond to, but he's just sitting there listening to what I produced. You know, not considering that you're supposed to be like treating it like it was live. Yeah, I didn't. So it was really yeah. awkward. You know, because it was funny. I'm no, playing. Because I mean, you recorded those questions. It sounded well. like yeah. you were just giving me the cold shoulder. You know, yeah. I say something and it's just crazy. Cricket, 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 because it wasn't live, but then we did go live for yeah. the second half of the show. Oh, it's but, funny. But we could take that and go back and actually do some funny stuff with it and then totally. play it. Yeah, know? I'm going to try to do like a, um, end of the year, because it's like five years now. At the end of the year, I think I may try to like pull some of the old stuff and kind of play it in like a big hall ration. So I'll probably pull from that, because that was kind of fun. Well, I hope you have many more years to do this. I would like to be involved, you know, some... Uh, if you want, I mean, just yeah. with some uh, little music things and this and that. Okay, we'll see what we can do. Yeah, I got For sure. it. I like all the help. In the musical get. realm, I have a lot of spare time. I'm not in any bands or anything right now, other than at Unity of Fort Worth. You know, so I've got a uh, got a lot of creative energy that needs some you know yeah. outlets right now. All right, we could, we could do that. For sure. Cool. You got pizza. Love you, brother. Love you too, man. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Hey, Zelda. How are you doing, Zelda? Uh, I already had a hot dog. I had a cheesy hot dog. Okay, thank you. Mm, it's very good.
call a cow with no legs? Ground beef. But you call a cow with two legs. Lean beef. A mom. A mom. That's not nice. <laughs> Lean beef. Lean beef. No, that's a cow with three legs. Oh, okay. A girl with one leg is Eileen. <laughs> she works at the IHOP. We're reading a book about anti-gravity. It's so good I can't put it down. What do you call a joke told on a mountain? Hilarious. Oh, that was good. Where do you take a sick boat? Where? To the dock. When did banana go to the doctor? Why? It wasn't peeling well. <laughs> what do you say to a blue monster? What? Cheer up. How do you make holy water? You boil the hell out of it. That was it. I'm done. I've got no more. I can't win this joke battle. He's got this. That was like a giant blast of stoner joke of the week right there. Okay, yeah, I'm ready. What did the pirate with the steering wheel in his pants say? What? Oh, it's driving me nuts. That was so stupid. Okay, oh, God. I'll shut up now, but I don't ring. Funky Tune! Oh, is she showing you the tour? Yes. These houses are cool, huh? They've been here since like, like 1910. Yeah, these are awesome. I've always wondered like here back then. Well, I looked over here. It's pretty rad. There was a burn right there. I was not expecting Keep showing me stuff, but I think it's places she's gonna ditch my body. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I want to do. Okay, where did you get this stuff from? Goodies on Camp Bowie. What type of Camp Bowie pirates at? Pirates. Cool. Now when they open those windows up, and it's just light, dude. And it goes downstairs. Yeah, obviously. So what was here first? These houses are lucky. GD. Probably these houses. Probably these houses. 1910. 1910. Yeah. At least not right there, I don't think. Hmm. Yeah, some 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 doctor owned it, and then her family bought it like in the 1950s. And so her parents, so her family has owned it since like for 70 years. Hey Zelda. Hey Zelda, I heard you playing drums. You did a really good job. At the base, left his plane. Huh. He left his plane because he was a B 52 bomber. Went home, took a nap, was laying on the couch when he was assassinated, and they immediately called everybody into the base. And from that point on, all the B 52s on the runway were manned 24 hours a day. Crews were in them, the crews would swap out, and they were just ready to go. You hit the button, and we are gone. Wow. Turn them on and he's gone. I was like, really? He's like, yeah. That was a really big wild. one. Yeah, this big old, one. they got a big old koi fish in yeah. there. It's a hydroponic. They grow their flowers up on top. Oh, and I really had to pee. Now you really got to pee? I was peeing like I was peeing. When I pee this long, yeah. <laughs> well, he is older, you know. It yeah. does take a little bit more it pressure does. to get it going. And then I can't stop it once it starts. It's like, come on. 
Where's the dribble? Come on, stop already! <laughs> no, this is awesome. I love it out here. This is really cool. This fire is nice and warm. Oh, it is. Fire! Yeah, that ain't a log. That's a freaking tree. Get back in the fire, Dustin. Uh-oh. What's the cheapest kind of meat? Deer bulls. They're always under a buck. <laughs> that is a good one. I like that one. That is a good one. Deer balls. They're always under a buck. It's pretty good. It's cheapest meat. It's a huge log. <laughs> when Jared brought it over here, I was he just cracking it, it down, up. Yeah. It's a 24-hour fire out there. Yeah. You're going to have to, like, toss dirt on it. Or just throw it down the hill. Into the water. Yep. If it doesn't catch anything else on fire. Mm -hmm. I'm going to are we recording? Now you know. I've been recording. Oh, you've been We've been talking about the wedding? Mm-hmm. How crazy cool it was. Fun. It was crazy cool. It was really good. That fit them to a T. Mm -hmm. yep. And I'm yeah, so yeah. happy. That it was a Zach and Rebecca wedding. It was. It was good. I can't wait to see all the, because it was covered. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of photographers there. I can't wait to see all the photos when they yeah. start coming out. I mean, you're one of them, obviously. John yeah. Urban was there. I didn't know the other guy. Yeah. Well, the other guy was, yeah, it was a guy that works with, um, with Zach. Mm -hmm. And he was just shooting video. So okay. a videographer. But, like, I saw John take a picture of all the people hanging out and partying in the groups and stuff. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'll just let him do that. He took care of it's all the important stuff. It's always awkward when, you know, you're just standing there in your group and all of a sudden you become aware hey. of the photographer. No, I know. We walked in and um, John immediately started taking uh, photos of us. Oh, that's great. It's a great picture. I sent him a couple. Let me crank up the brightness there. So yeah, it looks good. That's awesome. Oh, the radio tower. Out there. That's their hip-hop photo. Nice. Oh, that's so pretty. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, I read that one for my son. It's good. And then uh, these are all edited and cleaned up. Yeah, they're awesome. Those are only three I've done so far. But I was trying to tell my mom about her dress and the wedding cake. And so that's offload. I took everything out there to offload. I don't know why I didn't realize that Jennifer made the cake. It makes sense because he used everybody, all, all of his friends mm -hmm. to do the wedding, which I thought was really cool. From uh, from the bartender to the person who made the cake to the photographer. Mm -hmm. I think the, uh, the minister or whatever was a friend of theirs. Yeah, a friend mm -hmm. of theirs. You know, I mean, it was all done in-house. The one is, thing I'm shocked about with them is that they didn't have a live band. Yeah. Or someone. I figured out of all people they would. But it, I don't, you couldn't have put them anywhere. I don't, I don't know where you would put a band at. I don't know. There's no place <laughs> for a band to play there. And that place was packed. And, th and, and there was, was the, really cool yeah. that there were that many people. You think it was a hundred? You think it was less? Oh no, it was a hundred. There was a hundred and there's 115 in the RSVP, and I think there was 125 chairs in there. Okay. So and there was like what a handful empty? Yeah, no, it was full. Yeah, yeah, but it was handful full. Empty. And the only people standing in the back was Aaron and me running around. Yeah. So it was cool. They did. They did really good. I wonder what they're doing today. Are they going to work tomorrow? Like back to normal until their honeymoon? Uh, when's their honeymoon? December? In, yeah, well, later this month. Oh, yeah, we're in December, aren't we? Yeah. yeah. This is December 1st. Hey. Yeah. It's December 2nd. Oh, this is December 2nd. Yeah, they got married on the first day. <laughs> For two days in. How much whiskey have you had? One. <laughs> so far? 
Yeah, but it was a good time. It was, it, it, it was cool to see um, all your crew there, like Seth and Elif and, and Jennifer. It? And, yeah, it's always good to see them. Yeah. And Stubbs and Brittany. I hadn't seen the little girl in, in a long time. Michaela? Michaela. I hadn't seen her in a while. She's a handful. Yeah, she's getting big. She's a cutie. But it was cool to see them out there. It was cool to see all the people that were there. I mean, it was just neat to go group. That whole final hour, though, got ridiculous. And I was ready to go. I had, I had, and I was so laughing. Like, you got another. I, I was like, I, I went inside to go, and she had a full glass. I was like, another one? Good God. Come on, woman, <laughs> drink that thing. It's just, you know. Did she get sucked into the black hole of the bar and oh, yeah. drink yeah, as yeah. many shots as we can take? I don't know if she was drinking shots or not, but Cause she doesn't really do, do shots. But she was over there just Rebecca keeping up with everybody. Up goes, I need all the shots. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> everybody kept walking. Up. Yeah. <laughs> I was standing back behind there. It was funny. And I went to the meet thanks and walked in and um, what's the door guy's name? Dan. Yeah, Dan. Dan, you know, um, I was like, yo, we just got back from Zach and Rebecca's leg. He's like, oh, I love those two. I wish I could have been there. That was so, you know, this. He was real happy. I kept running into people. Hey, man, he looks so nice. Like I was Zach and Rebecca's leg. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Happy for them. Everybody. Yeah. I talked to when we walked in. He's like, why are y'all all dressed up? Told him the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, Ivy texted me. And everybody she loves Zach like, and Rebecca. And I was like, no, I'm just at home. And she's like, everybody's going in their wedding gear. And I was like, I'm still in my clothes. It was <laughs> funny to be there, though. Because it was cool. It was, being at Lola was dressed up. It really was. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Yeah. Standing at the front of the stage and everybody going, what's going on? What are you, what's going on? And, for oh, so, yeah. and it's oh, like, yeah. usually like I'll see people that I know, and if they make eye contact with, with me, I'll wave. But if they're walking by and they don't see me, then I just, whatever, maybe they'll see me on the way back. Maybe they won't, whatever, whatever. That's how I usually roll. The last night, every other person, hey, man! <laughs> like, oh, hey! <laughs> I mean, sure, everybody saw me. I'm not the guy, hey, you! <laughs> you know? How you doing? Like, oh, hey, Jeff, you're nice. Like, oh, is this, this whole thing? <laughs> you know, it was fun. I really enjoyed it last night. Oh, my gosh, I love that story. <laughs> <laughs> I think I need to start wearing a suit more often. I, t- I-, I-, I told him that I accidentally bumped into this really pretty girl. She around, she's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh, that never happened. She's just like, what are you going, jerk? <laughs> you know? Yeah. She's all apologizing to me when I ran into her. I was like, man, this suit has got some power. Well, when we were talking about doing the um, podcast games, and one of them maybe laser tag, and I was like, we have to suit up for laser tag. Oh. You have to. Well, wear suits playing laser tag. In suits? Yeah, in suits. Like Barney Stinson? Yeah. Thank you. Suit up. I'll get, I'll get, I'll get a suit. Okay. The kind with the little black cigarette pants on their heels. Yeah. I'll be cute. Okay. <laughs> it was fun. I liked it. It was good. It was a good night. I was really disappointed though to get there and to see that all of me thinks to change clothes. I know. I wanted them to be in their suits too. I know. Ray was like, oh, I can't get that suit, that jacket dirty. Yeah, I turned around. Um, Who did Ray bring with us? Who is that from? Does anybody know? What? Who did Ray bring with him to the wedding? Who has that from? I don't know. Uh, I knows? met her. I don't know. I can't remember her right now. I have. I killed some brain cells late last night. I have to. I have to like make sure not to do an accidental cock block. So I like just was like real. Oh yeah, it was nice to meet you. And I went off someplace else. Cause you know me, I would be like. <laughs> She'd be angry with you. She, yeah. So I didn't want to do that. Like, mm. Not turn around and I. Um, 
trash pockets was sitting in back of me, and I turned around, and he had his hat off. Never seen him not wearing a hat. I was like, whoa, look at you. I didn't say anything. Yeah. But I've never seen him not in a hat either. I was really hoping he was bald. He wasn't. He had a full head of hair. Yeah. <laughs> but that'd been awesome if he, had, if, he was, if he was bald as me, but then had dreadlocks all underneath there. Oh, yeah, just a realist. <laughs> yeah. I told, I told Ivy, I was like, that's the guy I'm going to marry. She was like, Mom. <laughs> Trash pockets? I just love freaking her out. It's the best. <laughs> so were y'all ever told when you were a kid, like, you know, if you play in the fire, you'll wet the bed? No. no. Kids that play in the fire will wet the bed. No, because I... I played with fire all the time like I would get in trouble like my brother and I we lived on a hill like this and I set a fire at the top and he set a fire at the bottom when we were doing smoke signals and <laughs> we got in so much trouble you can't light fires in the backyard my uh, mom always thought I was gonna be a pyro so that was I am like, definitely a pyro she had she would hide the matches and hide the lighters and hide everything from me because I would as soon as I saw one it's like oh totally what burns yeah and how does this react with burning and how does this work and <laughs> have you guys seen those electric lighters where it's just like this little mm-hmm. acts of electricity mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I thought that was real interesting oh. <laughs> like you're going somewhere with it no, I, I just thought it. that I just like thought it was a story I just thought it was interesting I'd never even thought or of the, that concept the nice little butane lighters that are like crack yeah, those, lighters the butane ones I've seen my crack days. When you were, when you hit the pipe hard. Yeah, when I hit the pipe hard. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you, you got off the pipe. Yeah. I mean, your your teeth look a lot better. <laughs> your skin looks amazing. Right. Your hair looks full and full yeah. of life. Yeah. It's the, the, those years you were on crack. It's the rose water. It's, I, I use rose water and vitamins. If anybody wants to know the secret to my beautiful skin. That's what saved you from days of crack. <laughs> Sorry. So here we go. It's into the world. The sirens are going, are going off. Nuclear bombs are coming here. It's, it's going to get hit. Do you want to? Do you want to get hit and die, or do you want to be here for the aftermath and try to survive in the post-apocalyptic? Because I'm thinking I just want to be the right here and get fucking hit. I'd like to be Ted Danson in a post-apocalyptic New York. <laughs> yeah. Looking for love. Taint on taint. <laughs> taint on taint. Um, I don't even know what that is. I know. You wouldn't. <laughs> Let's go back to that because I have a question to ask you in a minute. But I would like to try to survive. I don't know that I would. I mean, I've got the stuff to do it a little bit right now. Like, like I was talking to... Uh, Zach's best man yesterday. We went down to Zach's house that he grew up in to do some shot stuff. And we were talking about he just bought an old C20 pickup truck. And I was like, you need to keep that around. Is that Alan? Yeah, I guess we're already gone. Alright, bye! We'll see y'all around. But um, you keep that truck around for that way when something does happen. And all these brand new vehicles that all have these electronics and it go dead. Yeah, my dad. At least have something that still moves That's why I have the bug. My dad's '72 Chevy truck will be fine. Yeah, it'll be totally fine. You know, nothing's gonna wipe that out. But um, I would want to try. Yeah, but I would more than likely take off for Weatherford at first to my family's place, and then from there we'd probably 
trying to make it down the junction. Because once you're down there, no one's going to find you. I have a friend who's got property and like a bunker and stuff, like east of Dallas. And That's not where you want to be, though. She, she, she's like, you make sure you know where you're going so that you can get here and I can take care of you. But on the east side, like if, say at Fort Worth, it. All the radiation is going to blow east. All the fallout is going east. So you want to be west of here. I agree. I've seen it too. You're totally right. You nailed it. You want to be, and most of the time, it'll blow like uh, northeast because most of the time we have southwesterly winds that blow through here. Which really sucks because this is back to fishing, but it's like they say when it comes from the east, what is it? Yeah, it's when it comes from the east, it, you'll do your least. When it comes from the west, you'll do your best. When it comes from the south, go without. When it comes from the north, go forth. So that's how you know when, when to fish on windy days. But it seems like it's always coming in. From the southwest? southwest. Well, from the southeast <laughs> or southwest, it's always like, <laughs> go without, you know. Yeah. That's interesting. Where yeah, I grew up, we only cared if it was blowing offshore. True. <laughs> True. And then the Santa Anas would come through, and they were just hot, hot winds. You know, I think it'd be tough living in, you know. Now, if I lived in a small town, it'd be different. But living in a major city is like just trying to get out of here. This would be a nightmare. Yeah. It would be. I mean, the probability of making it out of here is just the way it is. I know. So I'd rather just, instead of messing with all of it, just take just, me out. Just be here and just get taken out? Yeah, just be like, what was that noise? Back, big flash, and then it's like, oh, that's, yeah. that's one of the things we were talking about today. My, you know, during the Cuban Missile Crisis and all that, my aunt was saying how she remembered in school, you know, they taught them to duck their head, yeah. their hands over their head, whatever. And then we all start laughing, you know, why would you do that? You know, it just makes it easier for when the blast wave wipes you out. And it's like, well, the truth is, the blast wave rides six to eight feet over ground. So if you're ducked down or in a trench, you're not going to get burned up and you're not going to get destroyed by that wave. Okay. What will kill you is the radiation. Yeah. I mean, the radiation is going to kill you in the long run anyway, but... And it doesn't matter if you're in a schoolhouse. If the building is destroyed, more than likely you're going to be destroyed with it. You know, it's going to kill you. Totally. Hey, hey. I found it. You found it? My hot dog. The phone. How y'all doing? Good. Good. Do we have more... Who's talking about if... Jared yet? Dustin? If we ever get This is Jared's house. The Lucky Martin is a... As a target, um, I was like, "Yeah, I think I'd rather be right here and, and be hit by the bombs and try to have to fight my way out of it." Yeah. Me too. I just feel like Sorry. Sorry. All right. Okay. Phones. Jared, Dustin, Dustin, Jared. Nice to meet you. Yeah, the the whole Lockheed thing is a is a whole thing. Uh, it's a real thing. Does it get noisy? Actually, no. no. Uh, I mean, it does, but not as much as you would think. They do, now since the F-35 has been a thing, like F-16s or whatever they are, they'll take off and they'll make a turn and start going that way. And then the F-35s make a sharper turn and fly right over. And so that's a little noisy, but they're still pretty It's kind of cool, but yeah, but it, it, it's kind of neat to see them take off and land. You're, um, you know, I probably have to wild it because it's annoying, but... It's really not as bad. It's worse in white settlement. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm not exactly sure why. Uh, 
you know, that as far as elevation might have something to do with it. That's crazy. Um, it's bad in where Shelby lives. I don't like Lockheed. Yeah. I don't like the, the war who machine they are. Right. The mm-hmm. war machine. They're, you know, they don't only make our stuff. They make everybody's stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they make some of this shit better. So why the fuck do we let them on here? Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's kind of yeah. odd. Billions of dollars. Can you help me navigate through the chickens, please? Yeah, I, was, I came to get my <laughs> phone. Just real quick. Sorry. I should ask them what happened to their goats. They at least have goats out here. I used to work out when I'd work out here early in the morning. There were deer everywhere. It's cool being out here because I would drop him off about seven forty, between seven seven forty-five and eight o'clock. And a lot of times when you come in, you'll see deer or whatever. But when you, you get here at eight o'clock, it's colors. You know, to hear the the whole the trumpet, you know, and everything from the base. There, the race. There's the, a base. Yeah, there's a military base. base. Right it's right over there. Huh. Cars, airport. Yeah, yeah. And so, so that's every, the part the target because that is used to be. Yeah, they still got lots of bombers over there. And they still got lots of bombers. There's lots of bunkers on this in the runway, and there are things in that in those bunkers. And I've been in them. Which you're not supposed to talk about. Like I'm recording, what? so don't talk about it. So, so <laughs> I mean, it's not. Well, I mean, I'll edit anything out of that. I'm not too worried. They're not gonna come hunt me down. But when I worked out here, uh, locating back uh, was '96, '97. The base was mine, and I ran all over the base. Well, they had a cable that was leaking. There's a there's an under submarine cable is what they call it, but it goes underneath Lake Worth. Uh-huh. It's a backbone, fiber optic, and copper cable. That if anything happened at the front of the base where all those cables come from, at least they'd be back then. Well, it was leaking. The cable was leaking. I mean, now, remember you doing there's work at Lake Worth? And there's air, there was air coming out of it, so they asked us to come out and locate it where it came up. And it comes up at the end of the runway, there's some bunkers. The runway you can see on Lake Worth. There's some bunkers down there, and it comes up in there. And when we went over there, the Navy communications major was like, you're getting escorted by MPs. What you see in here doesn't exist. And you do not talk about what you see in here. And we opened the door, and it's me being an airplane nut growing up, and my dad, my real dad, making me an airplane nut. I walked in, and it was two F-117s sitting there at the hangar. I was like, holy shit. And they're just sitting there, ready, prepped, fully ready to go. Two stealth fighters. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and then I was like, so these don't exist, huh? And I just kind of looked at the appease. They're like, mm-mm. See what you see here. We went, there were two there, and then there was another bunker full of crazy armaments we went through that I don't even know what they were. I was like, okay. And uh, we exited, and what was weird was there's no guards, there's no nothing. It's like, don't draw attention to this area, just let it be in yeah. times. And but they're watching it, they know what's happening. So before I quit SMP, and gave up working out here. It was after I knew I was hired on for the phone company. I asked the major, I was like, okay, so you have two F-117s sitting down here. He's like, yeah. I was like, you know, I saw them that day and everything. I was like, they get any movement whatsoever? They're flying? He goes, oh yeah, we'll fly them out all the time. It's like, you'll never see them because it's the middle of the night and you never hear them because they're completely quiet. Well, they're not super quiet. Right. They're a lot quieter than the F-16s and the 
F-18s, and every once in a while they'll have F-14s out there. It was cool. You got to see some really cool stuff on that No, it's crazy. When you drive around Lake Worth, it's really, you know, you'll see, like, all that area. You'll see all the, the planes and stuff on the runway and everything. Wow, like that. neat. that's it's so a, crazy. When I came out and they here... Turned the, they turned part of the military base into the jail. Where, like, a lot of people well, go to jail. There's, there's a, a female prison yeah, it's on female the prison. north end, by, over there by Lake Worth Dam. And they turned that, I think it was 91, 92, because the base went under. It was a full Air Force base. Then they closed it. And it's pretty much a ghost town, you know, had very minor operations. And then private companies started buying different parts. So they bought the old prison out there and made it a female prison, which has maximum security and minimum security, both. They have like little condos out front, but if you're in minimum security. The maximum security is pretty fenced off. They have a playground out there that is the road that leads to the fishery into the dam, you know where Burgers Lake is? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That road, if you follow it back around there, it leads to the fishery, like where's fishery, and then to the dam. And you can drive right beside the prison. And when I used to work out there, you drive through there and see out on that playground area and the outside area, girls just going at it. Fighting? No. Oh. Loving. Oh, loving. Oh, really? Loving, yeah. And it was shot like that's their yard or whatever, and they would just be making out like crazy. And it was like, oh. And then I was out there one day on a Friday night. Well, Friday about 4.30. I had to come out here and locate something. Wrapped up. Went by the Navy communications office. Dropped off all my paperwork of what I'd located and stuff. Was going through the gate. There were three trucks in front of me going out the main gate. And they blew their sirens. And pulled the gates to. MPs came up. People were freaking out. Because one of the prisoners was trying to escape. Oh. And they were trying to find her. And so I had to sit at that front gate for four hours. Oh, that sucks. That does suck, man. On a Friday night oh. when I was supposed to go to, like, see some badass local show sure, with, sure. like, cock, brutal juice, all that stuff, you know, it was that time period. And I was just like, I got home at almost 10 o'clock. I was like, God dang it. Pissed. Oh, I got to find Jared earlier. I let him use my knife, and my car key is on the end of the knife. He never gave it back to me. Yeah, you need to get that. You kind of need your car I bet there. that's where the lighter is, too. No, it's not mine. Somebody said there's my lighter sitting on this thing here. I, must have, I don't know what happened to it. Whatever. Um, what I was going to ask you earlier, when you were talking about Tain on Tain, huh. have you ever, have you driven by on Main Street there in front of Meacham? Okay. Have you ever noticed the restaurant that's sitting there right there by Meacham Airport? It's like a white building. Mm-hmm. What's the name of it? Heaven's Gate? Yes, yeah. <laughs> but it's not barbecue. No, and, but every time I drive, I drive by it every day, and all I can think of, Heaven's Gate barbecue. <laughs> There's some damn good ribs. Probably because Jesus loves them or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's just ticket stuff. Jesus just... will say those are some damn good ribs <laughs> or something. No, they would do these... Um, they would make so like the the traffic girl would come on and she'd do the traffic like you know like on every other radio station and then during that during the traffic r- r- report she would talk about you know a local business there's an ad spot in there you know and they were like they don't even read these to see if they're you know to, they don't they just read them blind so they it's started blind copy so they just 
so so they started putting in like fake ads that these <laughs> traffic people would have to read and then the most ridiculous things like one of them was a CBS show with Ted Danson in a post-apocalyptic he's looking for love in a post-apocalyptic New York Detroit, Detroit <laughs> and it's called Taint on Taint he's a doctor <laughs> and uh, like a proctologist or whatever a proctologist <laughs> you know in a post-apocalyptic world and this guy's reading it like trying to read it straight he doesn't even laugh I mean it's, it's not funny to him he's just reading it like it's a regular show the same way he would you know yeah and they did and they had a girl uh, do the Heaven's Gate barbecue. They did the have a hot Carl Barbies. Yeah. <laughs> What's a hot Carl? Dirty sex act. <laughs> <laughs> she's all like, she goes, so she goes, hey, this take it back to you by Arby's. Remember, have a hot Carl. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. So then people would go to Arby's and be like, I'd like a hot. No, Carl. It, there was more. Just it was more because she wasn't in on the joke. Right. But everybody else was. Everybody's just laughing because she's saying these things, having no idea what they mean. That would be over the radio. I have zero idea. I am innocent when it comes to dirty sex acts. It's a funny station. I'm telling you, as far as radio history goes, that's going to go down. And American radio history is one of the all-time great radio stations. They've been doing this for 25 years now, isn't it? Yeah, this year's 25. Where are they based out of? Dallas. And there's every sports show in the country tries to mock them now. I mean, it's, Hmm. you know. Am I supposed to read this? Okay. You take Saran and you put it on somewhere. Oh, you actually looked up hot Oh Carl. my gosh, that's so gross. In Urban Dictionary. Because I didn't want to tell you what it was. That is disgusting. Yeah, if you want to know what a hot Carl is, look it up in the Urban Dictionary. Hey, Susie. Yes? She can't stop reading it. <laughs> Wait, what did you just say? Why are you still what reading? are you doing later? Not this, Dustin. Something about a chili dog, and then if you have the squirts and can attain maximum heat and force. That's just so gross. Carl would be proud. That's disgusting. That's so gross. Why is that even a thing? Why do people do that? There's a bunch of stupid. I think it's all. Yeah, it's all made up stuff, stuff, you know. Because the guy I worked with sent one the other day that stupid yeah, it's a Cincinnati something or another so like that's all just all made up like people don't yeah. have poop fetishes well, I mean, I'm no, sure that probably some do. people do but I mean I don't know that hot crawl is a real thing it's more for humor person. he's reading the dirty Chewbacca oh my god <laughs> so you want to look up what the dirty Chewbacca is the dirty Chewbacca Oh my goodness. But this is just people sitting around. Yeah, just making up like, stuff. It's not really <laughs> the white zombie. Okay, what's that? Do you want me to tell you or do you want me to? I, it, I don't know, whatever you would like to do. There's children present, so you might want me to look it up. read it my own self. I mean, this kid over here, if you can hear him, is upset. Yeah. yeah Jared's interesting, so he wants to. He's learning how to how to play drums, so he's looking for people to like jam with him, and uh, but he's looking for people that'll jam with him, who'll write music with him, maybe even record it, maybe put it out there on Bandcamp or whatever. But that's it. He doesn't want to. He doesn't. He doesn't want to play shows. He doesn't want to. He has. He doesn't want to sign to any labels. He has no dreams of making it big. He, he just, just wants to play. He just, he just wants to write music and play music. And maybe put it out there, but that's it. That's, that's as cool. far as it goes. That's I think cool. I think that's really cool because it's like you don't find all people. Everybody has a we goal had this that they want to do. Whatever. The other day, didn't we? Yes, we sure did. Just about different levels of musicians. About how some people just want to do stuff. 
and not play live. And some people want to do stuff and expect to be instantly famous without mm-hmm. ever playing live. And then there's people that put in the work. And the and people that just want to be because work I, their way up the chain. I think it would be cool to just be. And then there's the people that put in a working in band. Work Even if you're doing it for 20, 30, 40, 50 years, it's just it's like you know, yeah, you're not famous. You can go to any city and nobody knows who who you are. You're a regular guy, but at night you play at, around town and you play at shows and you get paid for it. And that and that's what you do and you just do it forever. Have you ever met Dustin? This is Cheryl. You might have met him at one of the, um, um, Jeff's birthday parties. Yeah, she might have been at, at like a hippie bath day or something. Well, out so crowded that yeah. time we came. And yeah. So many people. It was amazing. Yeah, but she was Isaac's second mom for years. Yeah, yeah. this is the best. Awesome. He made my life better. Our life. We learned how to love better. For sure. Legend, kind of in his time, but he just never made it. 
you know, like he went yeah. to LA, got fucked in some record deal and just never made it. But now he's playing with those guys and they're amazing. Yeah, they're like great. I saw they play. Oh, yeah. They're so um, great. By, uh, the little library in Fairmount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The, it's the, a library. Yeah, well, I yeah. record stores Are you moved. leaving? Okay. Yeah, my alarm's going off. <laughs> Is that the alarm right there? Yellow Zelda? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's tons of fun. She is. She's <laughs> a great girl. I got to have her team for like almost, what, three years or something? Yeah, no, her, her and Zayas, and their boy Trip would run around. Carrie just terrified, so yeah. I'll about the same age. She's, I think she's like a year younger than Zayas. I think Trip's about the same age. He may be a year older, I don't remember, but yeah, they're all, you know. So, but no, Zelda and him, though, since they were, I mean, the trip sometimes, but those two are always over here every day. Yeah. About the same time, you know. It's, it's sometimes they'd get along and be sweet, sometimes they would fight, you know. Just, kidding. just like they do. Yeah, but she's a funny little girl. Yay. We're gonna have fire soon. The vlog didn't do what I wanted it to do. <laughs> the, vlog is, the vlog is freaking awesome. Like, you're going to have that in there for, like, months. I know. I know. It'll burn for a couple weeks, though. Yeah, it'll burn a while. <coughs> no, this was fun. Yeah. It's nice. We haven't had people over in a while. Yeah. It's too busy. You're going to say bye, everybody. Say bye. Bye, baby. Bye, Zelda. We're going to walk her to the car. Bye. Bye. There you go. There's your car. Yep. No, I could come out. I want to have Diana with me. <laughs> Joey and Zayas. Yeah. Another trip will get a kick out of seeing Zayas. Yes. Dang. It's warm now, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> it's warm right up. The Dustin Schneider Jug Band can be the outro. We got Christmas songs. I thought I totally thought Christmas, right? Yeah, you weren't playing Jingle Bells. Yeah. Oh, I could. Uh, how does Jingle Bells go? Do 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 do. <laughs> you can't change pitch. Yeah, you no, cannot you change pitch. Hey, this is Susie. I just wanted to wish y'all a Merry Christmas and listen to um, the Funky Town podcast. Say bye, Susie. Goodbye. Say bye, Dustin. Bye.
Hi, I'm Dustin from the JJTM, and I don't celebrate Christmas. Oh, why not? So, because of my religious upbringing. Oh, right on. Christmas is the product of Satan. No, if you take not. Santa and rearrange the letters, it's Satan. Well, that's a question. Just for fun. That's just a word game. For Christmas, <laughs> what are you celebrating? The birth of Jesus? Jesus wasn't born in December. I, I, I don't care. I, you're, you're, you're supporting a pagan system. Christmas is brought on by the pagans. I don't mind. If you want to support <laughs> anything, support the black peep so, over oh in, uh, over in uh, the Netherlands. The I, black peats are what's what's up. Uh, cool. <laughs>